this is what they would do. It was blinking at me, which makes me think it was muted. It was. Ah, that's so sad. Oh, no. Why were you blinking? Oh, no. I thought it was solid. I saw it. Nope. Whole thing. Death darkness. Whole thing. That's the saddest thing that's ever happened. I'm sorry. Look, they they got over their fear, though. Oh. Look at owls. Freaking owls. (laughs) Owls are stupid. We want the big birds. Anyway, we were looking at the video of emus playing with ferret toy. So cute and adorable and wonderful. To demonstrate um, how strange the emu body is. They're very weird. They're all torso and legs, and they don't even look like they actually have wings, because they're all, like, tucked in. I know. Whenever I see the wings, like, there was one that was taking a bath. Yeah. Uh, and then it got out of the water, and I saw its little stub wings. I'm like, that's weird. When they come out, even, well, I guess they're a little different than ostrich wings, but even the ostrich wings, they come out, like, sideways, mm-hmm. which is not how I normally see bird wings happening, so it's always like, what And there's is that? Okay, so then there's this video, which is mm. um, a herd... Uh, okay. Of emus, and then there's um, this Australian man doing this. <laughs> Why is he doing that? That's so random. He's hypnotizing them. He's just like moving his legs. I mean, we'll post it, but like, what? It's so weird. Why is it so weird? Apparently, emus are fascinated by like waving things. Okay. And just like, Motion. It's very bizarre. Which is how the indigenous Australians would like hunt them. Hmm. Like waving things in front of them. And look at them. They're hip. Look at them. No, they're like walking forward. (laughs) Like they are hypnotized. I mean, to be fair, if I saw a man on the road doing that, I'd be curious. I would not walk towards him. I'd be afraid. I'd run away. Look at them, though. They get so upset when he stops. I don't know. They get very tentative every time he stops. That's so weird. Why Why do they like the moving thing so much? Oh, oh no. And then he tries to stand up and they all run away. No! <laughs> he starts doing his weird leg motion again. They're into it again. <laughs> like so oh, stupid. Oh, what is it? They're so stupid. But they're so cute. I want all of them. I want a baby one. The baby ones are really, they're really so cute. Because they got the little stripes. Yeah. They're, um, they're adorable. Man, I don't see any. That's okay. I know what they suggested look like. videos. I know what they look, look at them. Like. They, they are so into it. Like, oh my gosh, do it again. Why did it stop happening? What? No, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Like, oh no, no, no. Oh no. Oh, run! Run! Why oh. did he <laughs> bow like an idiot? Why did he decide to do it that way? Specifically? Couldn't he have just done it with his arms? Maybe. I don't know. Do they like legs specifically? There's some like weird Australian magic to it. Australian mojo? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know nothing about that. So we'll, we'll post those for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because if you don't know anything about emus, they're weird. They're just weird dinosaur stupids. Also, this is hysterical history. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hysterical History. Mm-hmm. Broad perspective. Alexis. That one's Haley. And this is going to be um, the Emu War of 1932. Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
Uh, I might have the date wrong. Okay. Like sometime in the 30s. <laughs> That's fine. It's close enough. <laughs> we're not about facts here. We're I mean, not. We we're, are, but... <laughs> right? We don't care about numbers. Did you hear how many times I messed up everything always? No. Mm, well, it's true. No, if there's anyone who's going to be, like, l- less aware of your math, like, badness... <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's you. I have no, I have no idea. In the last episode, I was trying to figure out... It's true, because in the last episode, with Brother 12, I tried to figure out how old he was when he died, because you asked me, and I hadn't never written down, <laughs> which is always a big mistake. You always write it down. But, um, so I did math live on the podcast in my brain and messed up, I think, <laughs> twice before I figured it out. And I think I was right. And then you tried to use a calculator, and you got 100, and I think it was 56. <laughs> You're like, I had the wrong numbers. So that has been proven to the listeners, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just got the numbers wrong, I'll say. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Instead of, I don't know how to math. I mean, that's part of math, was, is having the right numbers. He was 112. <laughs> that doesn't seem like it makes sense. <gasps> brother 12, 112. <laughs> he was 100 and brother 12. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, anyway... So, oh, uh, after World War One, Australian, uh, the government, they didn't know what to do with all their returning soldiers. Hmm. Which, it's a little weird to me, because, like, don't you just put them where they were, where they left? And, like, shouldn't there be less of them? Oh, uh, I mean, could be. There's that. I mean, <laughs> just think I'm, about that. I'm saying, like, you know. That was dark. <laughs> but, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh you God. generally would assume you have less people than you had before, right? That's terrible. So shouldn't it not be as hard to figure out where to put oh them? Oh, my gosh. They were somewhere, and now there's even less. Probably. I, I guess there was a, a, I, apparently a sizable number of uh, British soldiers that also came to Australia okay. well, afterwards. That's, that's different. But literally no source that I looked at was like, which is weird. You think there'd be just less of them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's why you have me to make you think about the things you'd never think about. So dark. Like the the dark, deep recesses of my brain. <laughs> uh, I think it was my first thought. I'm mm-hmm. like, there should be a lot of them. This shouldn't be hard. It's weird. I thought more of you would die. I assumed that human <laughs> lives would be lost. In World War One, yeah, yeah, uh, notable for its number of I was, deaths. Well, I was literally going to say like they shouldn't have picked up anybody, and then you said the UK soldiers come back with them. I'm like, oh, I oh, guess they well, did. Mm, stupid math. <sighs> That's the people problem. math. That's the problem. Don't there, bring people back. There's going to be a lot of math in this. Well, no, um, it's a lot of it's surprisingly uh, convenient math. That's good. Uh, but anyway, uh, so like America had the GI Bill after World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Australians tried to do something like that, okay. except instead of like, hey, go to college and buy a house, which is um, nice. Yeah, which is nice. Uh, they're like, we should do. We have a soldier settlement scheme. I don't like when the government has schemes. It was, uh, yeah, like maybe. We should, what about like a program? Right, or like um, a plan, even. <laughs> do we have a plan? Can we just be like <laughs> non-connotative, just plan? Uh, Scheme has such a mischievous <laughs> sound to it. The Australian Soldier Settlement Pyramid Scheme. <laughs> no. They're going to build pyramids in the desert. In the desert. Of Australia. And that's where the soldiers will live. Yes, and the war was fought because the emus wanted to take the pyramids for themselves. Pyramids are against the emu's religion. Yes. So. 
uh, the source that I found, <laughs> uh, had it in like little bunny ears quotes. Soldier settlement scheme. I'm like, why is it a scheme? Quotation quotation marks. (laughs) But the idea was that they would give soldiers land so they could become farmers. Okay. Uh, That's fair. The primary things were wheat and sheep. It's a little like... Weep and sheet. It's a little pointed, I feel like. I don't know. Are they lacking in farmers? Is that why they're like, you should be farmers. We need food. Or, no, I don't think it is. Weird. I Well, maybe maybe a little bit. Like, everything goes terrible in a couple years. Sure. Uh, but I think they just didn't know what else to do with them. Hmm. See, because in the American GI Bill, we had freedom. <laughs> okay. To choose. <laughs> We're recording this on Independence Day <laughs> while I wear an American flag scarf. <laughs> Haley, don't die. Uh, okay. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm being honest about that, though, is that the American government is giving you money to go to school so that you can kind of pick what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, more likely you are going to contribute to society positively if you're picking something that you either feel like you're good at or that you want to do. Compared to them being like, you should be a farmer. Do you want some land? I wonder if it's different versus uh, the different wars. Because this is nineteen like twenties, sure. Versus when the GI Bill would have uh, happened in America anyway. When it's like much later, right? In the fifties. Anyway, so they start. Australia starts running out of uh, good farming land. Okay. So they had to start giving out, what? like, terrible land. Why are they giving... Why are they telling them to be farmers if they don't even have the land for it? <laughs> I assume they just had an abundance of land that they were trying to get rid of. They do. It's just joke land. It's not real farmland. It's land. not arable. It's joke land. That's what it's called when you can't farm it. <laughs> it's not... Non-arable. It's non-arable. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we have plenty of air. <laughs> nope, that's not what it means. And bulls. <laughs> it's like, that's how I learned about Japan and how it's, like, useless almost in every way. Like, no offense, Japan, you do really well for your useless land, but, like, 80% of it is mountainous, and then I think only, like, 5% of it is arable. Mm-hmm. Like, they only have 5% of their land where they could even try to grow something. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, mountains and stuff. Which is like, what? How, yeah. how do you survive? How Same. do you become the third largest economy in the world? Same with Greece. So impressive. So, despite it being a scheme, and despite giving out, uh, like, fake joke land to their uh, people, it, it was pretty okay, like, through the 20s. And then the 30s were bad times. Mm. Uh, commodity prices dropped through the floor. There were rabbit infestations. Stupid rabbits. Really stupid rabbits. Uh, I don't know how much of their rabbit fencing was up at that point. Maybe all of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like a giant fence that runs north-south almost the entire continent. Really? It's uh, it's a big deal. What? I've never heard of this. Yeah. And, I mean, they have other ones that kind of go, like, <clears throat> east-west. But sure. The, like, the big, big ones are... It's where they cut their continent in half and they say, don't come over here. Sort of. It's it's definitely, like, western Australia. I think okay. I can find a, a map of it. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. So I was researching this when I was looking for the um, great Australian novel. Mm. Uh, rabbit fence. Nope. Nope. Australia. Nope. Is, it, oh is a rabbit fence like a turtle fence? Sort of. I, what's a turtle fence? It's from uh, Auto Tune the News. No. <laughs> rabbit proof fence. Yeah, so it actually does go the 
Oh. oh. Okay. They're big. It is big. They're big fences. Mm-hmm. Uh, to keep uh, rabbits contained. Sure. I guess. Australia's got a lot of animal problems. They do. It's one of the problems of being an island. It's almost like people weren't meant to live there. <laughs> it's, no, it just means rabbits weren't meant to live there. Mm. Or people... They're not. Their, they're not indigenous rabbits. Rabbit, oh no, they're definitely not indigenous okay. rabbits. They're European rabbits. I have no idea. Cottontail rabbits. I don't know anything about Australia. Which I almost Clearly. got distracted researching for the emu war because I was researching like all of the viruses they put into the wild Ooh. to destroy all the rabbits. Fun. You have to tell me about that sometime too. It's very interesting. Biological warfare against rabbits. Yeah, it was cool. very successful. They got they got down from six hundred million rabbits to like a hundred million rabbits in a year. That's insane. It was very effective. That's so good yep. and scary. Mm-hmm. Anyway, emus. Anyway, so 30s were bad because, like, the depression yeah. and frosts and rabbits. Sure. And joke land that wasn't meant to be farmed anyway because mm, Australia. Mm-hmm. Stop it. What are you doing? That's so mean. Uh, and wheat prices tanked, obviously. Because they can't grow any of it because of the frost and the non-arable land. Yeah. Well, and just the depression, so like money was all right bad because they were growing some wheat. Because uh, uh, when I was reading, it's like they had wheat, okay, but like no one could buy it, and the money was terrible. And the government's uh, like, "We'll subsidy what you're doing, and we'll like pay you for the wheat." And then they can't even do that, and the oh farmers like, "We gosh. weren't. We're not even going to load it and send it to you, and we're right. going to secede from the continent." Whoa. Uh, yeah. So it got they serious. became Texas. They were really trying hard to be Texas, Interesting. which is a theme that's going to continue for the rest of. Ooh, fun. Um, well, I mean, it's all about a war against emus. Sure. Which is something that both Australia and Texas would do. That's true. But, I mean, I'm going to joke a lot about Australia, but Australia, I love you. You're super cool. We just got, like, a huge spike in Australian listeners, and I have no idea why. But welcome. (laughs) This episode's for you. This is kind of for you. It may sound like we're making fun of you, but we're not. I mean, not anymore that we make fun of everyone Like, there was, um, because on top of all this, the Depression... Terrible land, the rabbits. Mm-hmm. They have a giant bird problem. Emus. Emus. Is it emu or emu? Emu. What if I want to say emu? Then you can't. That's fine. Okay. I'm not going to stop you. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, there were tens of thousands of emu. <laughs> <laughs> all these far, all these farmer soldiers are out there. Like they took her gerbs. They took her land. I mean, maybe. Australia or the emus? The emus. Oh. Um, But one of the quotes I read, they live and breed in the middle portion of Australia, uh, which is largely uninhabitable by anyone with sense. Sench. Sench. Sentience. Which seems to imply that it's inhabited by Australians. Hmm. Um, But as we mentioned, Australians, I love you. Like, Australia and the United States are like the two rambunctious, ruggedly awesome, unorthodox children of the British Empire. That's true. Who And we both have, like, quiet, nicer, colder climate uh, siblings mm-hmm. that we make fun of a lot. Right next to us, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's cool. It's good. You're great. You're America of the South. The, or we're the Australia of the North. Either way. Either way. Whether it's moose or sheep, we will make fun of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Although sheep are a lot funnier. 
I think moose are pretty funny. I mean, yeah. They've got very big antlers, and hey, the mo- word... moose are dangerous. I agree, but they're also funny. <laughs> the word moose is moose. really funny. Moose. I mean, sheep is pretty funny, but sheep. moose. <laughs> sheep. It's got a weird place. Moose. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, emus used to be protected in Australia. It's like one of the mm. one of the animals on their flag, on their national flag. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Let's look at the... Apparently, I don't know what their flag looks like. Australia flag. Or it, it was on their flag. I was going to say, I thought their flag was just flag. the one, and it has the stars, and oh, I can never yeah. tell the difference between it and Western New Zealand. Australia? Okay. Because, yeah, whenever it's the Olympics, it's really hard for me to tell if it's New Zealand or Australia. Well, it's not the flag. What has the emu on it? Because one of them has, like, they're exactly the same flag. Oh, it's like their crest, their coat of arms. Oh, okay. So not their flight, but their coat of arms. I see it. So yes. see that that and, and there's a kangaroo on there too. Yeah, there's also a kangaroo because mm-hmm. what the hell else? Right. So Australia and New Zealand have almost the exact same flag, mm-hmm. except they have different color stars in the corner and different numbers of those stars, and that's the only difference as far as I know. And so when they have the little tiny flags next to people in the Olympics, it's impossible for me to tell where they're from. Oh, that's really terrible. It's this and that, yeah. <laughs> it's really It's bad. just one of them's red, and one of them's white, and one of them has more. No, no, no. It, it's the same, well, yeah. There's, no, this one, has, this one has two more. This one has two more. Yeah. They're, it's like, they're supposed to be like Ursa Major and Ursa Minor or something, maybe? Yeah, it might not be true. And the stars have different numbers of uh, tines? They mean, oh, like they're different number of points? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when they're small at the Olympics next to people's names, it's impossible. I this can't. one says they're both supposed familiar. to be the Southern Cross. Oh, maybe. I don't know. We're getting everything wrong, Australia. It's fine. But look at what I knew about Australia. I knew about their flag. You know why? Because yeah. I love flags. Mm-hmm. And the Olympics. But not New Zealand. What about New Zealand? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I know about their flag, too. Uh, you'll, you'll see when you edit. It'll be fine. Okay. Uh, so... Emus kind of live in the center of the continent, and they move out toward the edges, like after breeding season or something. Sure. And I'm sure it, it helped that there were all these farmers there, and they have all these new, like, water systems and all this... Irrigation this and stuff. wheat is there, all this food. Mm. So they come stomping in, eating everything, just, like, rolling around in it. That's adorable. The entire western half of Australia is this, like, enormous buffet hotel. Sweet. I know. It's like the best thing that's ever happened to an emu. They sound super cute and wonderful. Mm-hmm. But they are just tearing stuff up. Oh, I'm sure. Just tearing it up. So the veterans start murdering them. Oh. Yeah, it's like, it's PTSD on turbo. It I'm reminds sure. me of, um, of like, samurais. Uh-huh. Because they used to, because they're like career soldiers, right? And that's what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And then every time Japan's not in war, samurais just go insane because <laughs> they don't have anything to do. Yeah. And then they'll just start wars just so they can have something to do. That's what happened here. I mean, it wasn't over nothing. There right. were these giant punk birds eating all their wheat. Punk birds. Have we just saw two videos of I these know, things? But just the, the idea that you're like these, like it's like you're an old man. Like these punk birds are getting in my wheat. That's what happened. I know. It's so funny. That's what happened. Except they murdered them. <laughs> when when the old men murder the teenagers. Honestly, I mean, look, the wheat is basically useless. The sheep are terrible. Um, they the government puts bounties per beak. What? Um, That's so like 
Uh, it reminds me of, like, Vietnam, where they're supposed to, like, keep oh, their no. ears. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. Uh, anyway. But, <laughs> but I'm saying it's dangerous to put bounties on things because... Bounty hunters. Uh, no. No? Well, when, when it's animal bounties... Because some industrious person is going to start farming them. Ah. Which, it's a lot easier to do when the bounty is something small like Mm. rats or rodents. Right. Uh, So birds are probably a little bit more difficult, but if you give people time, there are going to be people who are making more emus. Right. They're going to be... Just so they can kill them. Per beak. And I mean, they could keep the meat. Yeah. And oil, I guess. Oil. Oil. Weird. I was looking at pictures of like emus, <laughs> and it's like, my oil does this and this. I'm I don't like, want I don't... any emu oil why, ever. Why, why do you have oil? Where does the oil come from? <laughs> Where does the oil come from? I don't like it. This is terrible. <laughs> so many questions that I don't uh, want to know. No, no, no. So now we get into the, the emu meat of it, which apparently uh. emu and cassowary... Thigh meat is like beef. Weird. Yeah. I mean, they're dinosaurs. Any bird or reptile over a certain size becomes a dinosaur. Well, I mean, I know, but it's still, like, the idea that it's a bird and it, like, has beef meat is weird to me. It's not literally beef meat. I know, but even that it's similar, I'd assume they're going to be, like, giant chickens, you know? No, they're giant dinosaurs. I know. So facing facing the destruction of their crops and going insane from PTSD and samurai syndrome, mm-hmm. the uh, beleaguered farmers sent um, people to talk to the government in Perth okay. for assistance. Sure. Um, and one one might assume that they would go to uh, like the minister of agriculture, right? Uh, but they did not. Okay. They went to the Minister of Defense. Because they're at war with the birds. Yep. Who uh, could authorize military action against the emus. This is super weird. Provided, of course, that the farmers covered the cost of bullets, bunks, and bread. This is in the 30s? Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. <laughs> It'd be bizarre for any time, I feel. No. no. I feel like if it was in, like... Like the 1800s or something. In America, yeah. Or or in Australia. Like like in, in the Old West time. Yeah, I mean, this it's, basic, weird it's to me basically the Old West. 30s. I mean, it's like, it's like the New West. 30s aren't, no. Once you're in the 1900s, it's not really anymore. Maybe. Things change Farmers considerably. still go out and like, we gotta shoot all the things because it's doing thing to my thing. Yeah, but in this like organized way where you talk to the government... I mean, organized because you're an Australian farmer soldier talking to the Australian government. Sure. And you want to get artillery to deal with these birds. <laughs> like, that wouldn't happen right now. And the government in says many, yes. many places. Like, it might happen in some places, but. Well, it doesn't happen anymore because the Australian government said yes twice. Oh, gosh. Which some people bring up that. Uh, partly because it was good for public morale, because mm-hmm. everyone's, like, angry and yelling and talking about seceding from the continent. Right, which is confusing. And it would just, like, sure. distract from how the government keeps uh, fumbling every and all attempt to bail out the wheat farmers. Mm. Good. Yeah. So uh, here, you know, they just need is a nice distraction. Have two uh, machine guns. Oh, gosh. 
For your bird problem. For your bird problem. So they assign, or someone does, Major G.P.W. Meredith of the Royal Australian Artillery. It's too many letters. It's too many. Uh, and he found himself leading two regiments of battle-hardened soldiers, complete with some heavy machine guns and 10,000 rounds of ammo to unleash all hell on these punk birds. It's so weird. There, there are no uh, military reserves in Australia. Hmm. Apparently, because they just they went right for Major Meredith and artillery. Sure, they want to show that they're taking this problem seriously. <laughs> this, they are not We're dedicated to you, soldiers, yeah. and we believe that it's a real problem, and we want you to know. We will never turn a blind eye to your uh, dinosaur infestation. I mean, I'm assuming this like general guy. Like it sound, he sounds more like a an army dude, mm-hmm. and Australia doesn't need an army too much. They're hundred percent navy, man. That's, All the threats oh, are coming from problem. outside my house. Mm-hmm. You know, like Australia is just one thing, and it's safe at this point. So like, and then and then the birds happen. Yeah, so they everything gotta, changed. When so the they got they got. <laughs> So they're not used to self-defense like that. They got to get this this guy. Or not like big things. It's all like right. rabbits or spiders or taipans. It's not giant birds. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Lolling at you while they roll in your wheat. As their feet try to run one direction, their neck whips to the other <laughs> side. No one knows what their body is doing ever. Including them. Including them, I think. Especially they are, them. They are the least aware of what their body is doing. Right. Which makes them impossible to predict. It's true. Which makes them so such dangerous foes. That's why I'm good at chess. <laughs> you were trained by an emu master. <laughs> no. I just like I always do I always look at like what I could do and what and I think about what they think I'm gonna do and then I just do something stupid that they don't expect and then they're like, What's happening? And what master plan is this? And then this? sometimes I win. <laughs> So he's like, you know how my piece is in danger? Now this piece of yours is in danger. What happens? And then they're like, what? No, you just saved that one. I'm Only like, a nope. fool would do that. Nope. They're like, you could have just moved the one that was in danger. I'm like, uh-uh. No. I'm going to move this so you're in danger. How does that feel? And then I have another turn to think about how I can fix that problem. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-hmm. So the war proper begins on 2nd of November, 1932. Hmm. Uh, Major Meredith... Approached 50 birds from behind in formation. What? Why? Uh, what do you mean? Why does he have to be in formation? The birds. They don't know about lines and Whoa. groups. Whoa. <laughs> so you are going to begin your war by underestimating the opposition? That's how you're going to play this? General Lord? It's so stupid. <laughs> Anyway, oh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, I'm taking it really serious. Yep. <laughs> Locals, uh, local farmers approached the herd. I actually don't know what flock. It doesn't seem like a flock. Gonna, they, they don't fly. I'm going to look it up. Anyway, a group of emus into an ambush, but the emu saw them and ran. Oh, no. A mad scramble in every direction. I mean, I saw them run in that video. They don't like when (laughs) people are just standing there. Uh, So they were difficult to target, and no one could shoot any of them. I see. They are are wily. They are. They just run around in random directions. It's hard to know what's going on. Um, The next significant engagement, Mm. as uh, (laughs) it says, was two days later when the emus had their revenge. Their revenge. 
church. It's a mob. It's a mob it's of a emus. Mob. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mob of emus. <laughs> I also just learned that giraffes. It's a tower of giraffes. A tower. Oh, someone's someone's being cute. And a bloat of hippos. What dicks? I mean, hippos are terrible, but <laughs> they are. That should be also a mob. A gangster of hippos. <laughs> the worst. An execution of hippos. A mob of emus. According to yespets.com. Yes, pets. Yes, pets. Yes, pets. Okay. That's anyway, enough. so they approached a mob of 50 birds in formation. Mm. Anyway, so it's two days later. The mob had their revenge. Their revenge. If you will. If you will. Major Meredith established an ambush. See, he had learned. An ambush on his birds. An ambush with concealed gunners. Oh, my gosh. Near where now a thousand emus were spotted. Can't they just, like, talk to natives who used to hunt them? Uh, No, these are white people. I know, but aren't there natives on the island somewhere in Australia? In in the 30s? Not that white people would talk to. I assume. I guess so. (laughs) I'm just like, there are people who have lived here quite some time who probably know how to kill these things. Probably, but they probably all also live in the outback where, like, no one can ever talk to them. I guess. Even if they're white. Like, especially if they're white, they all live in a shack somewhere. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Because this isn't really about the emus. This is about samurai syndrome. Okay. And also sure. about the emus. Right. The mob. Right. They Fair. just want something to shoot at, and they want to feel like they're... Accomplishing something. ...useful and participating, and... Yeah. Okay. It's fair. I guess. But, no. No, they couldn't get any experts. Okay. Because uh, well. I told you they were a protected species. Yeah. That they used um, to be? Or they are now? I think they are now, but okay. they also used to be... Um, when this happened, they had been demoted to vermin. Right. Pests. Yeah. Not just demoted from protected to normal, but to vermin. Okay. They took a huge step down. Gotcha. So, a thousand emus. Uh, Major Meredith had learned from his earlier defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to wait until the emus were much closer, like point-blank range. Gotcha. And so they started shooting. Immediately. 10 to 12 enemy emu combatants fell. Enemy emu combatants. And then the machine gun jammed. Oh, no. <laughs> they are wont to do that, machine guns. <laughs> they are wont to jam. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other, what, 990 emus? It's a lot of emus. Were uh, PO'd as all hell, I'm sure. Uh, thanks it, for censoring yourself. <laughs> Yod is all heck. <laughs> Those mobs. Into Hexinky. <laughs> uh, the, the media, backed by secret emu lobbies, I can imagine, <laughs> had a field day. Emu lobbies. <laughs> one, one recruit was quoted as saying, the emus have proved that they are not so stupid as they are usually considered to be. That's not true. I've seen videos of them. They're stupid. Each mob has its leader, always an enormous black plume bird standing fully six feet high, keeps watch while his fellows busy themselves with the wheat. I hate everything about that phrasing. It's super (laughs) gross. What are they doing to the wheat? I don't want to know. At the first suspicious sign, he gives the signal, and dozens of heads stretch up out of the crop. A few birds will take fright, starting a headlong stampede for the scrub the leader always remaining until his followers have reached safety. 
I mean, that's how animals work. I don't think they're... No, these are bird terrorists, Alexis. Nope, that's just how normal animal groups work. People no. keep... No. Somebody keeps watch. They announce when the bad things are happening. Everybody leaves. And then they leave, too. Well, this recruit had never seen an animal before. Perhaps. Okay. I mean... I thought you had that documented that he had no. never seen an animal in his <laughs> life. And I was like, how? What? How is that possible? He was probably one of the British uh, people... <laughs> Why would that mean he hasn't seen any animals? I don't know. It's like, I, okay. I mean, I, I've seen, like, rabbits and stuff, but... I saw, a, hedge- emus. I, I saw a hedgehog once in my garden, but this is... These are wily terrorists. Oh, my gosh. Let me see. So... It's like somebody here needs to read the Book of War about the emus. <laughs> uh, when dust in tracks... Or they need to write people, a Book of War. emus on the, on the move. <laughs> Or they need to write a book about emus. They do. They need to write it all the way. The art of war against emus. The art of emus. In the following days, uh, Meredith chose to move further south where the birds were reportedly uh, reported to be fairly tame. So I think Meredith got scared. So it sounds like... Um, but even this chicken. was to extremely limited success. Do you just call him a chicken? Yeah. That was great. Thanks. Um, so the army tried gunning them down in moving trucks, mm-hmm. and they couldn't aim properly because the birds are chaos personified and the trucks are bumping around like no one's business. Oh, my gosh. Uh, summarizing the culls, ornithologist Dominic Cerventi, I think that's how his name is. Sure. He pronounced. sounds fancy. He's a eminent Australian ornithologist mm-hmm. and emu sympathizer. Of course. Uh, he, He's one of the lobbyists. He commented, The machine gunner's dreams of point-blank fire into series, serried masses of emus were soon dissipated. He capitalizes emus. Mm. Uh, the emu command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics, and its unwieldy army soon split up into innumerable smaller units that made use of, that made use of military equipment uneconomic. Hmm. So they're figuring out their enemy's weaknesses. So they, they can't just throw bombs at them? No. Mm, okay. I mean, the emu would dodge, probably. Also, um, they don't have bombs. At all? No, they have artillery. Oh, well, that was their first mistake. They yeah. Need, they need bombs. They need bombs. They, need they don't torpedoes. have any alcohol. Just throw some Molotovs. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and burn down the wheat. Come on. It's already getting wasted by the emus. <laughs> you might as well kill them, and then you can replant it. Torched earth tactics. Yeah. Um, one one lone emu victim uh, made just a complete brave nuisance of himself all the way to the end. Oh, my gosh. Um, and got tangled up in the vehicle's steering equipment. What? Oh, no. Which caused it to veer off and destroy half a length of somebody's fence. What does that mean? <laughs> it means they wrecked the car. I know, but what does it mean he got tangled in the steering equipment? I'm like, there's two options. It's that either, like, it's at the steering wheel or that it's, like, underneath in the stuff. I don't know which one's worse. Uh, the Obviously, in this, in it is worse. Okay. We have a specialist on emu automobile tactics. Please phone us <laughs> right now. Let <laughs> uh, us know. So, by the 8th of November, this is six days after the first engagement... 
2,500 rounds of ammunition had been fired. Oh, my gosh. That's about 20% of the allotted total. What? For up to 200 birds, but the number of birds killed is uh, uncertain. One account claims just 50 birds. So they're doing real bad. Uh, They're doing, like, untenably bad. Impressively bad. Unbelievably bad. Hmm. How are you that bad at killing anything? Don't know. One uh, New South Wales state labor politician. So uh, the politicians are getting like savage with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure. He, he mentioned that maybe a medal could be struck for those taking part in the war. Oh, war medal. Uh, and uh, his counterpart in Western Australia uh, told him that uh, maybe he should go to the emus who uh, have, won uh-huh. every, have won every round so far. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious. Savage. That's amazing. I'm, I'm into that guy. Me and him. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should give uh, medals to the emus. Maybe we should give up while we're behind, hmm? Yeah, the government withdrew military personnel and gun support. Good. Uh, Meredith's official report noted that his men, however, had suffered no casualties. Oh, the, none of the emus killed you. How nice. How nice. None of you uh, ran into a fence and destroyed yourselves somehow. It's like they don't seem to get that emus will run away if you just, like... Stand there. I watched a video of it. <laughs> they don't like you. But then you turn around and they'll they'll mass again. Why don't you just get scarecrows? No, they don't care. Are you sure? Mm, probably. What if you have one that moves? I mean, they probably they swarm to that. Why don't you hypnotize them with one that moves, and then you throw a Molotov cocktail at them? <laughs> <laughs> and then you burn them alive. And you eat them. Uh, sure. Why don't we just time travel back and tell them to get a moving scarecrow and shoot fire at It's them. just like an until dawn. You just do this with a <laughs> limb, and until then boy anyone will do anything to it, just because. Just if you're like, hey, do you want this? They're like, oh. Oh. Hypnotizing. Hypnotized. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I do want that corpse arm for some reason. I maybe forgot to mention that uh, people number the emu... Um, Migration is up to, like, it's, like, tens of thousands of birds. Okay. That's a lot. So they're going to need more than a scarecrow. Ten scarecrows. Like, ten scarecrows. At least. You probably need ten scarecrows for tens of thousands of emus. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? That would be, like... So many. Just, just a sea of emus. I know. Oh, my gosh. It'd be, like, the rock concert of emus. <laughs> They're just like one guy oh waving gosh. his hand in the air, and all the emails are like, yes. Hey. Yes. Oh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> After the uh, military withdrawal, mm-hmm. uh, Meredith uh, compared the emus to Zulu warriors. Oh, my gosh. And commented on the striking maneuverability of the emus, even while badly wounded. Um, the Sun Herald quotes him. If we had a military division with the bullet-carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. They can face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks. They are like Zulus whom even the dum-dum bullets could not stop. Maybe you're just not hitting them. Maybe. Enough. Hopefully. Or in the right places. Or maybe emus just don't give an F about bullets. Right. They're like, come at me, I'm an idiot. They got that that stupid strength. Well, or 
they just immediately, once they're being shot at, serpentine and run away. Uh, the whole point, like... I don't think a word's been invented for what emus do when they're panicked. The only way that military tactics work in general is that you have to be able to anticipate what your enemy is going to do. That's how it works, right? And that's why, like, when people, when they when we first came over to America and the Native Americans are using guerrilla war tactics, like hiding in trees and, like, being sneaky, and we're used to walking in lines towards each other, that's why we just get, like, ripped to shreds, right? Because we don't expect them to do that. Uh-huh. <sighs> and you can't predict what the birds are going to do because they're not people. Oh, my gosh. And they don't. They're not organized. They're not smart enough that you can predict what they will do because they're so stupid. (laughs) The only one who's more passionate about this than you is maybe Meredith. (laughs) But on the other side. On the other side. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk that passionately about about how birds are destroying you. It's so annoying and stupid. It, It doesn't end here. After with the withdrawal of the military, the emu attacks on crops continued. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. How fearless of them. I know. They could not be stopped. They persevered. Yep. Farmers asked They're for support afraid. again, citing hot weather and drought. Um, several politicians lent their support of renewed military assistance. Mm-hmm. Additionally, a report from the base commander indicated 300 emus had been killed in the initial operations. He's like, no, we did better, I guess. Out of like 10,000 or something? Uh, 2,000 something, 2,500? Hmm. Ammo? No, 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 I mean about like 10,000 oh, like, emus. Yeah. Good. Um, so acting on the request of the base commander's report, uh, 12th of November, res- they resumed uh, military efforts. Oh, okay. Um, on 13th of November, mm-hmm. a second campaign kicked off with Major Meredith once again. Why is he still in charge? He's like the only person in he Western Australia clearly, who knows how to use artillery. He clearly can't do this. He's the only one who's... He's already tried. Know. He already failed. <laughs> if we're going to even try again, can we get somebody else? Nope. No one else in Western Australia... Uh, has experience in machine gunning. You don't need experience in machine guns. Yes, you, you do. Artillery, artillery of bird killing. Emus. No one That's has where you that. need these Impossible. They do. Impossible. Lots of people do. Impossible. What about Mr. Emu Lobbyist? He knows all about them. <laughs> but they don't want to destroy them. Why would he sign up to kill emus? No, he just needs to teach them how to, like, catch them or something. No, they should be free. <sighs> Those punks should be free. They just need to take one of his classes. <laughs> Where he talks about emus, but they're doing it for evil his, means. Uh, one of his late night uh, night classes. Yeah, late night night classes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Two days later. Um. Oh well, I mean, it kicked off and they killed like forty. Oh wow! Yeah. How good. And then two days later, uh, almost none. Yep. Uh, but then, like, a month later, it reported that 100 emus were being killed every week. Oh, they're lying. Yeah. Meredith was recalled on the 10th of December. In his uh, in his final, final report, he, he did the number crunching mm-hmm. and found, um, this is where, like, the math is, like, almost too good. Like, I almost don't believe <laughs> it. Definitely don't. He tallied up uh, the number of rounds used. 
Sure. And the number of kills, and it was 9,860 rounds. Okay. And 986 kills. So it's exactly 10 bullets for every confirmed kill. No. Mm-hmm. Not when they earlier weren't doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, it's still terrible. It's still really bad. I don't believe them, though. But the, the number, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Suspicious. The aftermath of this is, uh, despite all the problems encountered in the war, <laughs> war. Uh, the farmers requested military assistance again. Oh, my gosh. In, Solve your own problems. In 1934, 1943, and 1948. Can you imagine if people in America did this? No, because uh, civilians own all the guns. They don't need to. It's true. Can you imagine, though, if, like, if a group was like, we need your help from the government from the about government. an infestation of animals? And not, not just the government, because there are a lot of government agencies. It's the army. We right. need the army. It also helps that a lot of towns have, like, army reserves. Uh-huh. Um, which apparently Australia has none. They just call in the actual <sighs> army. Yeah, literally, literally our government <laughs> would be like, solve your own problems. We have other stuff to do. Your, what was it again? Your emus? No, stop it. Fix it yourself. Stop it. The only time the government steps in is when, like, the farmers are killing too many. And this isn't me, right, in America, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, um, they're dying, all of them. You're going to make stop all it. the things extinct. You need to stop, please. You need right. to stop. There's such a there's such a strong hunting culture in America that um yeah, we get a little overkill sometimes. We love killing yeah. stuff. The farmers are also murder machines. And this isn't me making fun of the Australian farmers. I'm making fun of the government that keeps doing this. Mm-hmm. Like that they're not just like, hey, maybe you do it. Or we come up with a different plan. Right. Like the, clearly this isn't working and we keep doing it many, many times. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I will say the bounty system. Mm-hmm. Uh was continued and it was allegedly effective. Um, Fifty-seven thousand thirty-four bounties were claimed over a six-month period in 1934. Oh wow, that's a lot. So they started farming. Is my take on that? Mm, maybe. Uh, so by December 1932, which is like the end of their second campaign, mm-hmm. word of the emu war had spread, reaching the UK. Uh, where some conservationists there protested the call as extermination of the rare emu. Well, maybe it's rare where you're from. In the the UK. (laughs) But not in Australia. (laughs) No, I love when people are like, I can't believe you're destroying those beautiful creatures. And it's like, in some places, they're tearing the world apart. Mm -hmm. Also, thanks for the rabbits, stupid. Anyway, so you remember Dominic Cerventi? He's the guy who likes the emus? The, yep. Uh, ornithologist and noted emu sympathizer? Yes. Described the call as an attempt at the mass destruction of the birds. No. <laughs> no. Disagree. No. No. Disagree. <laughs> Strongly disagree. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to show you. I'm sad I closed my document. Bum, bum, bum. But um, humans are beautiful, wonderful things. Who mans? Who mans? So there's a Reddit, a subreddit, of course, um, called uh, Emu Flash or Flashbacks. Emu, emu War Flashbacks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, First I thought you said Emu Orb Flashbacks. Yeah, I was like, my, why are they flashing back to being in the orb? My um, my words. <laughs> but they have things like this picture of the queen taking care of a war orphan. 
Oh, and it's a that's queen, so cute. the Queen of England petting a a small baby emu. That's adorable. And one of the first comments is statement from the Office for Combating Emu Propaganda. This is fake news. Fake news. I don't like it. It's bad. It's propaganda. Trust me, I know propaganda. No one knows propaganda like I do. I'm the best. I win. This is fake. Another comment says, this young emu will soon rise to destroy all human scum. That's true. (laughs) That's true. He's plotting the doom of all of us. Uh, And the Queen of England's in on it. But this is the one I want to show you. (coughs) The Great Emu War was a board game. What? Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Anonymous emu soldier. What? Kids, both humans and emu, should learn about history to not uh, to not to repeat the past. Okay. This is why this game should be mandatory in all the schools in Australia. In this way, kids will have fun and remember all the brave emu soldiers and the humans' campaigns in this sad and heroic war. What? Uh, whose side are they on? Um... Was surprisingly neutral. <laughs> Surprises, yeah. Let me see. But I want to show you some pictures about like the board game because they have like emu pieces. I want it so bad now. <laughs> I kind of really want it. I'm gonna look it up. How much it's gonna cost <clears throat> me? Uh, but the battle system is based on an old joke. Um, a farmer shoots at three crows sitting on a fence. He kills one bird. How many crows are left? Say it again. Math. Um, a farmer shoots at three crows sitting on a fence. He kills one bird. How many crows are left? Three. He killed a different bird. No, the other two crows would fly away. Oh. So there are no birds. I see. When one emu in a group is hit, the rest will run away. There are so many pictures. Oh, my gosh. There's so many There's a pictures. downloadable game for Windows, apparently. Also. The Great Emu War Demo. So apparently the uh, like the government I don't know if the government sent them in or if they just kind of decided to go in on their own. Sure. But uh, some like filmmaker went in with them. What? And I really want to like find out if it's available to watch. Hmm. Because uh, someone. Yeah. Let me see. Um, da, 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 da. Towards the end, a cinematographer from Fox Movie Tone was enlisted. So, um, theoretically, there's a there's film evidence of this all happening. Hmm. I could not find it, but I will keep looking. That's crazy. Anyway, that is the Great Emu War. Hmm. Are you playing the game? I'm no. Okay. I'm trying to find the game. Our brethren the ostrich. Oh no, don't play that. Our brethren the ostrich. I found one pulling a chair an ostrich pulling a chariot. Well. Are what, we about, what? What are they? What? Our brethren the ostrich are training to become airborne. The death of mudmen will become upon them soon. Glory to the emu. Okay. I'm still reading posts from Emu War Flashbacks. The price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Thank you, emus. So this person that you were reading who talks about their emu game, mm-hmm. um, apparently they just had emu figurines on hand. What? Ready to go. What? And then somebody said, why did you already have emu miniatures on hand? And then somebody replied, because he is Pete Belly. What? Which makes it sound like that means something. I don't 
emu burgers are actually pretty nasty. In war, no one wins. Can't wait for the zombie kangaroo expansion. <laughs> Basically. Amazing. Uh, war never changes. War. Emu war. Never changes. This is just... All of this is very strange. <laughs> I've never really heard about it. But people died in yours, so... That's true. In the wars I did, people died. People died in mine. It just wasn't human people. That... Nope. <laughs> anyway, uh, happy American Day, Australia. <laughs> yeah. Happy di- happy America's birthday, America, where we talk about Australia. At least this isn't the one coming going up right next to the actual day. Yeah. That one is um that's already just happened is Brother Twelve, so it's about Canadians. Oh Canadia. A British oh well a British man who runs a cult in Canada, so it's like not America at all. It's, Except for the like rich, stupid people. It's nothing. Who give him money. It's nothing. Oh nothing. nothing. Well, if you liked this, tell your friends. Leave a comment on iTunes that helps other people find it. Sure. Um, Thanks, Australia, for listening so much all of a sudden out of nowhere. Thanks, Australians, for your service. In the great emu war. Thanks, emus, for your service. Yep. We we don't take sides here. Hysterical history. We are impartial. Yep. I mean, I'm impartial. I think Alexis has a lot of feelings on the matter. (laughs) I do, but I remain impartial. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Historically impartial. Yep. Uh, unbiased. Un- unbiased. Your most unbiased sources. <laughs> this has been Hysterical History and Emu Perspective. <laughs> I was like, how many times have you said the title? <laughs> but that was funny. An Emu Perspective. Um, you can follow us on Facebook where we'll post some videos of stupid dorky emus. You can... Go to our website and find our episodes, hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm. Uh, we have an email, hystericalhistorypodcast.gmail. Please email. send us emus in the email. Or or your stories about emus, because if you're from Australia, you have an emu story. Right. That's how it is. We're pretty sure. I had a friend who lived in Australia for a bit, and she said, like, everyone just had kangaroos. Right. Time. She's like, I went to go visit my neighbor, and she had a kangaroo. So here's me with a kangaroo. So weird. It was weird. It was a baby. And they're like, why? I mean, you, it's like it's why like do you have this. Every Alaskan has a moose or a bear story, right? Yep, it's true. So it's just you know. I saw a video of an Alaska man punch a bear. Wow. Like it was getting kind of antsy with him. It was like up on his porch, like, hey, 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 hey. I can't think of anything snappy for the bear to want. Um, sure. And it kind of, like, swatted at him, and he, like, punched the bear, and the bear's like, oh, I'm sorry, and it left. What? <laughs> that dude has balls for days. Yep. And uh, some music started, and it said thug life across the <laughs> Alaskan thug life. So accurate. <laughs> uh, live the good life, Australians, because I'm never going to visit you. I would die immediately. Oh, don't say that. I'm Alaskan. It will literally kill what me. If, what if we, like, get famous and awesome and go have to, and we go on tour? I mean, I'll go, go I'll, I'll go then. Okay. Australia, I dare you to make me go. <laughs> Just to say, share this with your friends. We love you. You're great. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.